what's going on everybody just like to welcome you back to another episode of the down to business podcast here with tamar turner and man i hope y'all looking at his shirt ohana that means family that's why I'm, I'm sitting down with family today man i'm sitting down with my boy cam we were able to link up and connect at ecu man as somebody who originally first meeting him real laid back real chill individual real good guy you know and then you really get to pick his brain you really get to talk to him a little bit more and you really just recognize he's really a genuine dude and then even after you know leaving ECU we each went our kind of our separate ways going to do what we wanted to do but just being able to follow him on social media just being able to see him start his brand not only the message behind the brand but just the authenticity behind it man he's really just been killing it just from you know the, the products to the content to just everything that he's really doing and aiming to do and I could tell you know just from the support he was getting from the ECU level to just the worldwide level man it's been crazy so I don't want to spoil too much because my man is definitely doing a thing so bro how you feeling man how's everything going we're feeling good bro I definitely didn't deserve all that but um uh, you know what I'm saying I appreciate it I'm happy to be up here you know what I'm saying for sure, for sure, man. And trust me, I I could have kept it going, but I ain't want to, you know, I ain't want to, I ain't want to sell it. But no, so all right, so for the people tapping in, man, from my side, from your side, just I know we're gonna have some newcomers along the way, some people just, you know, trying to figure out what's really going on. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, and it will bring you on the Down to Business podcast today? Word, yeah. So um, I start from school, like you said, we linked up ECU. I graduated about 2018. Ended up getting a a job working accounts payable, accounts receivable, um, doing some accounting work. Um, and then COVID hit and I got laid off. So it brings me to the reason we're here today, which is that's when I started the brand Only Ohana, an e-commerce clothing brand. So yeah, that's just what uh, kind of pushed me and led me to my journey and uh, my story. Got you, got you, man. It's, it's just always interesting to hear the stories that about the brand and how they got centralized or kind of impacted by the pandemic or even it's, it's just beautiful. You know, something that this podcast has really allowed me the opportunity with is being able to connect with so many people who experienced the pandemic directly, yeah. whether it be, you know, birth in their brand during it, whether it be even having to call some things quits because we actually did talk to a couple of owners who, you know, had to kind of transition differently with the pandemic, but always interesting just to hear that. So, you know, laid off from the job, recognize that, you know, nine to five, recognize just how expendable they really say that we are, recognize that it can really happen to anybody at any time. So recognize that you had something to do, bro. You had to really make some things happen. So why did you choose to go that route? Obviously, you know, you could have looked for another job, maybe taking a remote position, maybe even tried to find work elsewhere. Why did you really decide to take that and kind of bet on yourself, take that investment in yourself and really make a brand happen? Right, right. Most definitely. So I think, um, what kind of kind of pushed me and kind of led me to have the time to do this? Well, you know, of course, getting laid off, you know what I'm saying? In the pandemic, you was able to get on unemployment. So uh, I feel like I took full advantage of that, being able to have like a source of income and still have that amount of much of time on your hands. So really just kind of uh, getting the most value out of sitting in the crib all day long. Um, so I just kind of picked up learned skills like sewing. Um, and that's really what, what started it all, just picking up something like a skill. And that led to, you know, building a website, learning more about, you know, owning a business and clothes. Um, so I really think um, that was just one of the biggest um, kind of push the starts that I had, because, you know, it was something that I always wanted to do. Only Ohana means family. But um, kind of I'll, I'll go ahead and get into the explanation of the brand. Only Ohana is my elevator pitch, you know. I'm saying so I say only Ohana is a family brand rooted from a lifelong middle school friendship um, and we're devoted to providing a, 
a simple streetwear style with a subtle flex. Uh, and we aim to aspire those worldwide, creativity, positivity. But um, I say that to say only Ohana, it, it first originated as something me and my brother um, way back in middle school. It was a click. You know, that's what we called ourselves. And growing up, we was like, you know, we're going to make clothes for ourselves and only on only ourselves. You know, that's going to be our little thing. So, you know, 10, 15 years later, fast forward to now, you know, we I ended up coming out with an idea, exposing it to social media, you know, just going from there. Got you, man. I love the elevator pitch, man. That is, <laughs> I got to you know, It's how you catch the people's attention, for sure, for sure. So, you know, I, lo- I love that, too. I love the idea that this was something that was, you know, thought out, mapped out, talked about, probably, you know, edited along the way, tweaked a little bit. And even still, like you said, fast forward 10, 15 years later, you were able to see it come to fruition and birth it. And who other, you know, than to be able to birth something with than a brother than somebody who has really been close to, you know, a lot of your life. Right. So what role... I guess it's kind of going to be like a two-part question. So one, why is family so important to you? And then two, what role does that play in your approach to the brand and your approach to how you communicate that to other people? Yeah, most definitely. Like, I think uh, I'm a living testimony of the brand because, you know what I'm saying, only Ohana, it really means family. So, like, um, uh, that's where it's rooted. Me and my brother, you know what I'm saying, we linked up way back in middle school. And, you know, family, you don't necessarily got to see each other every day to know that you family. So that's kind of how it played out with us. You know, he went off to school. He actually moved to Ohio. Uh, I went off to school. You know what I'm saying? We went our separate ways. But, you know, when we linked back up, it was never no love lost, never no nothing. So um, that's just kind of really the. And then aside from that, you know, I come from a big family. You know what I'm saying? My mother got eight, nine brothers and sisters. My mom's mom's got eight, nine brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I'm all about family. That's just, that's just a little extra, you know, add on to the brand. So, um, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, you know, thinking about this brand, thinking about how far it dates back and then thinking about, you know, kind of fast forward and moving forward a little bit, really putting everything into fruition, really still thinking about even the elevator pitch, the mission behind everything that you guys really wanted to do. Was the goal really always streetwear? What was kind of that brainstorming process when it came to figuring out, you know, what products you kind of wanted to use, even like color schemes and just even mm-hmm. certain designs? Because, bro, it's fire. Like, I got I got the sweats. I see people rocking all the time. You even drop some new hoodies. Got the new hoodie on. Right. Kind of <laughs> little subtle flex, little subtle plug right there for y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was really, you know, the idea behind it all of really bringing those things to life when it comes to the products? Yeah. So, like, growing up, a lot of people, you know, our first interest, me and my bro's first interest, you know, everybody around me was sneakers. You know what I'm saying? We always copped the latest drops, you know, always wanted the the pre-releases and whatnot. And that just kind of led into the fashion side of it. And we get we get a lot of inspiration from some of our favorite brands like Ralph. Um, just growing up, even like in middle school, my business partner, he had a bet with me. And he can tell you this to this day. He was like, it was probably like halfway through the school year. He like, I bet you can't, I bet you can't wear a Ralph for every day of the for the rest of the school year. <laughs> so like for the rest of the year, I came something different from Ralph every single day. Socks, hat, you know, shoes, whatever it was. But you know, that's just where we pulled our inspiration from, and that's till still to this day. You know, that's where we see ourselves as a brand, like a longevity type of brand that really just stays original. You know what I'm saying? It stays to what they're good at. They don't do too much. It's just subtle, you know what I'm saying? But they add their little tweaks to it to make it a little flex, you know what I'm saying? So that's just, that's our inspiration right there. 
That's crazy you say that, man. Depending on when that bet was made, I might have been able to fulfill that joint too. Yeah, at one point. You feel me? Hey, we was pulled out from that hat. Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> like it was some nail, man. That's wild. That's really wild to think about. Yeah. So I love that though. I love I love always hearing about, you know, I love when people can one admit their their motivations, their inspiration, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I because you know, sometimes people really can get on their high horse or just in their heads and really just make it yeah. seem like everything was just all original, just from me from the ground up. Where granted, look, a brand can be like you can have your own Johanna, you can have mm-hmm. your and Jackson Co. You can have your, you know, the wall tats. You can have the, the host of different brands. But, you know, everybody, it started from something. It, it mm-hmm, was a result sure. of something else. You know, you get inspiration from here. I hate when people just try to kind of act like, you know, the minute you have an inspiration or the minute right. you like something, it's like you you jocking them or you, you kind of mm-hmm. follow too much around them. No, man. Like, I, w- mm-hmm. I would say that I listen to other podcasts for inspiration. I listen for just different ways to be more personable, different questions mm-hmm. that I can ask, just different ways to be more in tune with content and stuff like that, man. It's yeah. nothing really like having that motivation and that inspiration for sure, for sure. So I love exactly. that. And then, you know, being able to translate that then into your own brand, into your own swag, your own sauce is cool, man. So obviously you said that this is something that you were talking to and have been able to take on with your brother. So when it comes to really the only Ohana operations, everything that y'all do from content to just promotions to ordering to just everything like that, how is really the responsibility split between y'all? Oftentimes, you know, I talk to people who are one man bands, one woman bands who really do everything by themselves, but I'm always very interested to talk to people who are in a team setting or when work with more than one person, just to see, you know, how does really the brand operate when it comes to y'all? Who does what? Yeah, most definitely. I think that is something that you definitely have to think about when going into business, whether it's going to be by yourself or with a partner, Um, because communication is going to be a big role. Just being able to, you know, understand that this is my strength and I need to know and be confident in my strength and be so confident. I got the ability to communicate exactly what I'm trying to do. That way you can understand it and be on boat with me. So I think that's kind of how we kind of settled out our roles, you know what I'm saying? We see what we're good at, we see our strengths, and then we tend to those areas and trust one another to, you know, build up their area as we go along. So um, just going along, I, I'm I'm big in art. Uh, I always drew, so like uh, I kind of handle, I'm also big in photography, so I do a lot of the content, a lot of the day-to-day operations um, where my business partner is more on the back end, you know what I'm saying? He focus on the longevity of the brand and the more of the supply chain management, making sure on time, making sure we plan in the head, got drops to come. And I'm also, I also graduated from ECU in marketing and supply chain management. So I handle all of the marketing. Um, that's just kind of, we play to each other's strengths and just trust one another to do what we say we're going to do. So, and we got the same goal in mind. It's nothing like having a partner that's going to put that same effort into it. You know what I'm saying? It, exactly how you do it so that's why it works in my opinion i was about to say i love that i love you know when people can have two totally different skill sets when people can be versed in two totally different areas but you know they still complement each other well like you said y'all both kind of granted y'all have different experiences different bases of knowledge different things that y'all do but y'all drive is the same so you're gonna drive with what you know he's gonna drive with Mm -hmm. what you know and ultimately only ohana is just gonna you know continue to progress and go up it actually reminds me of my boy um, Nard, who I bought on, he was talking about his nonprofit organization. 
how, you know, his executive board was basically, he he made sure that when it came to finances, he put people on there who knew the accounts. And when it came to like mm-hmm. his vice presidents and just different things like that, he was cognizant to make sure that he was playing the people's strengths. And I think that that yes. obviously is only going to speak to the mm-hmm. success of your brand. So something that you talked about was the content, was the marketing, was everything like mm-hmm. that. So something that only Ohana does that I really took to that I really liked was the, the map. The map of how pretty much every time somebody shopped new with y'all, you would highlight, you would put that state in like blue, and it would be like, a, "Oh, bro, that was cool to me because I felt like I was following a journey along with y'all." Right, right. Oh, this week, okay, he snapped. This week, they got this, they got that. They halfway there, now they a quarter way there, now they, you know, they pretty much at forty eight, forty seven, you know. Yeah. So in moving forward, in obviously updating that map, in seeing where you were getting different orders from, knowing the content that you already put out, knowing how you were marketing the brand, did that change anything? Did that change your approach? Did you go harder for certain? things were you trying to hit certain areas did you target and ad promote certain ways or did you really you know just kept it kept it to you and you know just people rock with you different ways how did that how what was that process really like most definitely i think it kind of plays into my initial mindset you know that i was kind of preaching to my business partner he from ohio and you know he tells me a lot of the time everybody in ohio has like they got a brand they got a trade they got something that they're going hard for and their main goal is to take over their city. So I'm like, you know, he out in Ohio, I'm in and see, I'm preaching to him. I'm like, you know, it's cool to take over your city, but like how many times can you hit up your homeboy for $40 until it's like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all both out here trying to get it. So I think having that initial mindset of we're going to take over all 50 states first, and then we're going to expand the countries, then we're going to do this and that. But just having, you know, a more broader type of outlook on it it helps you to get to that goal because now you're thinking of how can I sell my product to people I don't know and how can I consistently, you know, be able to continue to make money, you know what I'm saying? Not off the backbone of nobody, not off the strength of nobody, but just simply just because of the market and the flow of the brand is just taking over. So that just kind of helped us initially, you know, aim to where we wanted to go. So, um, uh, we do got an announcement. We hit all 50 states, so uh, <laughs> that's coming soon. Um, as soon as we hit about 10K followers, I'm going to probably post the updated map. But, yeah, that's, that's you know what I'm saying, that's what it initially started as, just thinking broader than, than you know, just the city. You know, we wanted to take over globally. So That's a milestone, bro. Congrats to y'all for sure. Right. I don't even <laughs> – I know all 50 states. Like, if I had to list them, I could list them. But you put that map in front of me, I don't know where they at, bro. So, sure. <laughs> bro, it's state, you know, it's places. Honestly, it's one of my teachers used to I have, like, a map of the United States of America. He would put pins, you know, every place that he went. And I would always say in my head, like, I would want to do something like that. I know for a yeah. fact, like, you're not going to catch me at either one of the Dakotas. You're not going to catch them. me. It's just certain places that I feel like I don't need to be. Like, I, I just don't need to. But the fact that, you know, the brand is out there, the message is being communicated and received out there, that's yeah. that's a blessing, bro. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm definitely excited for the update and for you to, you know, y'all, y'all are growing, y'all are growing, y'all are really making it happen, bro. So obviously, you know, we think about the timetable of this brand. We think about that this dates really all the way back to middle school, whether it just be an idea, whether it be the click, whether it just be the the lock-in, whatever. So thinking about now, obviously, as you guys have progressed from just getting different layoffs to just having a lock-in and just different things like that, to either one of you not really having, this is your first brand, clothing brand coming together doing this. Yeah. What was what, what were really some adjustments that y'all had to make? Obviously, you know, like you said, y'all have two different skill sets. Y'all have strengths, different weaknesses, and things that y'all right. have to play off of and stuff like that. But what were even even some problems that y'all ran into maybe in the beginning or maybe along the journey that y'all have had to adjust to, to obviously continue the development of the brand. 
Yeah, I mean, we ran into a lot of financial problems in the beginning. Just because you go, you you think going, and you know, we both, like you said, it's our first colon brand. So we we basing all, you know, our our projection and our success based off what we already see out here when that's kind of a false narrative because you know you look at the backbone they've been in business these companies five ten years they've been doing clothes you know however long but um just staying just steadfast and to the goal um that kind of just helped us you know just kind of block out what everybody else was doing because that's that's going to be a big thing you're going to want to kind of emulate other people just because you see, you know, they first to the they first to the to the field than you were. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it like you said, it is good to pull inspiration, and it is good to you know acknowledge what they're doing. But I'm um, staying the course and staying original to the brand is something that we kind of honed in on, um, and we told each other, you know, like this is you know what I'm saying we got this vision from a way back. So, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna stick to it. So that's just uh, just trying to be original, but you know, allowing other people to inspire us, but also keeping our head on straight. You said two things in there that really spoke to me that are, I, I feel like are important and it, it can be, they can be very either detrimental or they can be beneficial depending on at what point in your journey you, you embrace these and recognize these. So you said one, you say stay steadfast. Man, it's so important just because it's hard to do that. It's hard yeah. to, you know, see another brand, see another brand that correlates to you so much that are that is maybe doing direct, not obviously doing directly what you do, but in the same industry as you are selling whatever you sell or offering the same product and service. It's crazy to just see them just eat and just yeah. make happen. The content going crazy and you just like, damn. On a on a large on a smaller scale, just not maybe not hitting as much, mm-hmm. maybe not selling as much. You just like, yo, what am I doing wrong? It's so easy to just want to compare or contrast or switch up your flow and your different things like that. When sometimes that's just not your path. You trying to veer yeah. off and do what they do. You may not mm-hmm. necessarily know why it's working for them. It may really not be working for them. It's just what they're showing you and stuff right. like that. But then too, you also said sticking to the plan, bro. It, that's so. It seems so simple, so cliche, but it's so important. Stick to the yeah. plan. You know, we we write things down. We make goals for ourselves. We have, you know, just different things that we want to do and accomplish for a reason. It's set like mm-hmm. that. Don't, you know, don't let somebody else's 10K followers or first $1,000 day or new product right. or new review take you from your plan, bro. Yeah. You, you're constantly just going to be changing things because, mm-hmm. oh, you see another accomplishment here. Oh, now I got to switch up and do what I did here. Lose your progress. What if you were one, you know, one step away? I always, and I referenced this in a few episodes, I always think about that picture, about the two men digging for the diamond or two men mm-hmm. running a race and how the one man's race was so easy. Found the diamond, won the race, whatever the case may be, just easy. The other yeah. man, he went through hell and hot water, bro. He had to go up, he had to go down, he had to go left, right, backtrack. And if he would have just kept it going for one, a, a couple of more tugs at it, he would have been at the right. diamond. But he saw the exactly. other dude celebrate. He said, you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to do what he did. Exactly. You erased all that, and now you, you, you're starting all over in a sense. So now it's going to feel like it's taking you twice as long. Yeah. You were right there all because you Literally. know you veered off from that plan or you didn't stay steadfast. Or comparison, man, is the, it's, it's, it's like the deep of joy for me. It's like, yo, you can be so happy and just feel like you're doing so well. You know, you're getting media coverage and articles are written about you, feedback, reviews, products. And you look at somebody else who's doing what you do maybe five times harder. Yep. Like you said, how long they've been in business? How many people right. they got? How did they start? Mm-hmm. What's their team? Like, do they buy for like you know? It's so much and just different things to consider. 
you comparing yourself to them, bro, it could be so detrimental to your brand. So I think that that's so important. I think that that's a great message. So yeah. in thinking about, you know, the products, I got to actually get back on the site. I got to get right because I just seen the socks now. I just seen <laughs> yeah, we, we uploaded. Like, yeah, crazy, man. So I got to get only Ohana it out, man. So in thinking about everything that y'all put out from the from the quality to just the colors to just the promotion of it all, where does really that, how do y'all develop the products and stuff like that? Like how did this, this hoodie that you have on, for instance, with the fur kind of creeping out like that, how did that, how did that come to fruition? How did that, did you have an idea one day? I know you said you really burst on the art and just different things like that. So are you just constantly just coming up with different things? It's just y'all bouncing ideas off of each other. What is that really like? Because the people are rocking with y'all, bro. Yeah, I think it played back to some of the obstacles. You got to go through obstacles to get to this. You know what I'm saying? You got to go through trials. You got to, because, you know, I even, the very first hoodie I ever made, it was a tan hoodie with this blue patch, right? And that's kind of like what Eric what went crazy. But this is two year, a year, about a year and a couple months now later, and I'm just now being able to put out this hoodie. And that's really just goes to show like you really gotta learn the business. Cause back then, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting these patches. I'm a, you know what I'm, I'm getting these patches for like $25. So I'm like, you know, this never gonna work. So just kind of diving into the business, seeing where you can cut your margins. We get them a lot cheaper now, so I'm able to produce these hoodies at a larger rate. So kind of just playing, you know what I'm saying? Just diving into it, putting your feet into the waters. You know, it's gonna take it's gonna take a couple L's. It's gonna take a couple, uh, a little bit of your money being lost. Um, but when, like you said, when you stay to that goal, when you know what your end goal is in mind, you're gonna always, you know, that's you're gonna look at that as part of the journey. And uh, I think that's one of the biggest things you got to be prepared to take those those L's because um, that's 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 what's gonna make you get to your ultimate goal. So just being able to handle the losses, just being knowing they're gonna come. And just being able to be happy with it and, and just learn from it. Um, that's that's one of the biggest things for us. You know, we re, we went the wholesale route. Now we're dealing with cut and sew people from overseas. But, you know, as you get into the business, you just get knowledgeable of all these other things. So just kind of just diving in head first is really all I can say just to get you. That's just going to lead you to where you want to go. So. Crazy, man. An L could really be a loss, a lesson, or a learning experience. It's, it's, it's very interesting to think about, mm -hmm. but it's also kind of crazy. A great point you just made was you, you don't know at what point in your career, what point in the business you could experience or be exposed to something new. Like you said, a year ago, had you just went that route, you could have been getting taxed. You could have been out of a lot more right. money. You could have had mm -hmm. to probably had to sell the hoodies for more, maybe not sold as much, maybe not hit as much. You don't really know what trickle-down effect it could have exactly. had. But, you know, like you said, you kept the patience. Mm -hmm. a new, different vendor went through a different place and now you know you're able to debut so it took just yeah. a little bit of waiting but that's what i think is important for people too there's always you know there's always room for improvement that's one of my uh, my favorite things that i like to go by but especially i like to relate it to business so for me it's just like that's why i'm always in the business or in the mindset of just starting just going obviously no i'm not saying just bring any old bs to the table but you got to start somewhere like you said you got to go ahead for some time to get your feet yeah. wet a little bit do something because you, you're not going to get your best every single time from the beginning and if you get your yeah. best at the beginning well, how do you go from there? That's like I said, mm -hmm. I'd rather go from 70% to 90% than, than going from 92% to 93% to 94% yeah. to 95%. Mm -hmm. I'd rather make that drastic jump than having to really 
do something dramatic and it only just mm-hmm. being received just a little bit higher than it was the last time. So I right. say that to say, look, he wasn't able to give the hoodies a, a year ago. He wasn't able to give the hoodies, but let's just say a year ago he gave the hoodies. Well, he would if he would have dropped that a year ago, what would he be dropping this year to, to mm-hmm. up that, to make it different? You right. know, you really <laughs> about things like that in the process, yeah. things that you would have had to go through. Yeah. So something that you also spoke about too, bro, was angle was just thinking about, you know, the future, the long haul, just the mm-hmm. long haul. So, you know, thinking about this brand, thinking about how I keep even r- reminiscing on how this dates back to middle school, how far you guys really have come right. and been able to develop and things like that. When you think about only Ohana, when you think about all that you've been able to accomplish to date, just all the ideas and just all the things that you have in mind for what you want to do for the future, what is the end goal? Where do you see only Ohana in five to 10 years? Yeah. Are, are we thinking store? Are we, we're obviously we're thinking global here. What are we, you know, what are we really trying to do as a brand to really make sure that the message is still continuously being received? So like me and my bro, we originally, you know what I'm saying? We wanted to start this brand just to be able to literally travel, make bread from a computer and to be able to, you know, at all times one day spend, you know, spend all of our time with the fam and not have to go nowhere. So that's, to me, my ultimate end goal, you know what I'm saying? Financial freedom, being able to pay myself, write myself my own checks, um, just being your own boss. Like it goes back to, you know, the reason I'm doing this in the first place and starting a brand, you know, I spoke about this last time with you, the, the Dame Dash interview. You know what I'm saying that's that's what really sparked my entrepreneurship and sparked that that bug in my ear to want to you know own something and work for myself. But um, yeah, he was like, "Be your own boss." You know what I'm saying? You can't go home to your wife and tell her, you know, I gotta ask my boss for time off. So that's a <laughs> that's really the end goal for me: being able to sit at the crib with the fam. You know what I'm saying? And and really just enjoy life and and travel just willingly and, and still making money. You know what I'm saying? So. But, you know, more more on a, a more brand level, just we just want to continue to probably keep it 70 to 80 percent e-commerce. And we do want a storefront, but it's going to be more of a, you know, like a studio plus uh, manufacturing vibe in the back, you know, photo photo uh, studios to take your product images. You want to do the whole package um, in a few years. So um, just buying more equipment more equipment right now just being able to you know keep more and more things in-house is really what we the direction we headed towards so um yeah i would say that's the end goal dash going dash going to give it to you man don't play around with it the- <laughs> it's important bro being able to yeah. just make and dictate your own schedule being able to wake up and if you want to take the day off take the fam out somewhere being able to do that bro that's really just i feel like that's an underrated lesson that's just something that you don't really think about but see people being able to do we see i see people you know being down here in florida bro i'm i'm clocking in the work or sometimes i just got a nice view outside the office i look outside i'm seeing couples and families 2 a.m two o'clock 2 p.m mm-hmm. just ride scooters downtown just stopping to eat i'm just like that I'm, I'm on the clock right now till five <laughs> you know they they just woke up today they said let's hop on the jet skis or they woke up today literally doing this and that bro that's just literally. it's just amazing just exactly. come from that but you know what it what it really takes and i think too another point that you brought up was just keeping everything in house i think being mm-hmm. in house and keeping things you know just self-centered and cutting out those middlemans and the mm-hmm. outside and external factors really just allow you to really continue to have that creative control i think the yeah. more creative control the 
better. Mm-hmm. So even in that that vision that you said you have, being able to you know just pull up and, and, and be that one stop shop, it just yeah. sounds like that you're even giving brands and other people and entrepreneurs and creators exactly. the space right. to grow, the space to flourish, something that wasn't necessarily afforded and allotted to you. So I love that idea. I love that idea of how people you know can be from Ohio, can be from North Carolina come from different places and cities where you know we didn't have all these resources we had to figure things out ourselves we had mm-hmm. to do the research take the trial and error take the l's you yeah. know learn along the way but want to also put out experience and resources so that people don't have to go that route so that everybody right. doesn't have to struggle that you know right. sometimes people I, I read it sometimes on social media about how some parents just think like or people just think that just because you know you struggle growing up or you your, your kids need to feel that or your kids need to go mm-hmm. no it's a, it's a way yeah. of, of, of letting kids know that like look Everything in life ain't just going to be given to you without yeah. necessarily having them have to experience the same struggles you did. It's, it's a lot mm-hmm. of ways to communicate that message. But I think it's important, too, when you recognize that, look, if I don't have to put somebody else through this or if I can save somebody or stop somebody from this, why not? You don't know what yeah. that could do for that person by saving them the struggle, by giving them a resource. You could unlock something in them or you could give them the potential to do something way greater. And then they yeah. pay you. So it's just like, bro, I, my mind just thinks about just different things like that all the time about how, you know, the more we each one and teach one with each other, the the more we just, you know, we can only be greater. We can only. Yeah, I, I want to add to that, too, because I've been seeing a lot of people, you know, this kind of relate to that. I see a lot of people like. It'd be like LeBron's son got like 15 offers now, but I, I look at it from another perspective. I'm like, you know, uh, that's what we want. We want, you know, somebody in that type of position and be able to reach back and put other people on, put his son on. You know, it's other people of other races out here doing that. But, you know, us, we look at it as, oh, he getting the easy way out. It's a handout. He, You know what I'm saying? So I, I really look up to that. He really put himself in a position where he can do that. And uh, that's what I want to do in my journey as well. Just bottle up information and be able to give back, you know what I'm saying, and, and allow people to take the same blueprint, the same route I took from somebody else. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to add that. <laughs> of course, bro. I, and it's important because what people don't realize is that there's a – there's a silver lining in that. And that's really that while granted, yes, people may feel like that's a handout or mm-hmm. really doing that because of your pop. But at the same time, think about the attention that he's bringing to that school. Now think about right. the attention that Sierra Kenya has that mm-hmm. those recruits and those other, cause there's people there that at one point, Brian's son wasn't starting. He was coming right. to the bench. So just think about by Brian being at the games. Oh, now you giving more scouts and more people the opportunity to look at these other mm-hmm. scouts. So if Brian's son got 15 offers, then think about the people who are starting from day one. Yeah. Gotta be, you know, going crazy. But like you said, people just look at that as a thing of, oh, well, come on. But it's just like, yo, like you said, these uh, they out here doing the same thing. Who, who really? dad, you know, who mommy, know, who auntie, know, and they getting plugged in. No experience necessary. We see it with jobs. Mm-hmm. We see it with, yep. you know, just being in the, how we're not in the room, how we should be in the right. room. Like, come on, bro, exactly. we can get into it. So I think that that's important, bro. A lot of times, like I said, we, we want everybody to take the same route and go through the trenches and go through everything that we have to go through. Right. You could just each one teach one, bro. If I, mm-hmm. could, if I could give you a resource that's going to make it easier for you, it's hating of me not to do that, you know, in a sense. We, we hold, I'm holding you back in a sense without even – and you don't even know it indirectly. Yeah. But it just makes me think that it's only a certain amount of people of, or that choir that you can preach to. A lot of people right. really think like that, and they really just think that, you know, you all on your own. I got to get it out the mud, so you got to get out the mud, too. Right. You exactly. know, if we get it out the mud together, we can go through at a faster rate rather than me and you just trying to go at yeah. it. So it's interesting, bro. It's interesting. So, yeah, I'm excited. Partnership, that, man. Partnership. Partnership, bro. Collaboration, all of that, man. Mm-hmm. It's that in the – in our community, bro, they're, they're shunned upon or, or they're looked at yeah. weird. So I love that. So, you know, and thinking about only Ohana, thinking about the brand, thinking about, you know, what y'all do, 
what is something that you really have taken pride in with this brand? Has this brand given you a different sense of ownership? Has it has it allowed you to look at life a little different, being that you know at one point you were working nine to five doing your accounts payable, accounts receivable, and then you know you went from just being your own boss and everything. Was there anything that this brand and just these experiences and being a business owner and having to promote content and having to send out orders and different things like that? Was there anything that you learned about yourself? Was there anything that you learned about your brother and just you know how does how did that really change your outlook on how you approach things? Man. Shoot, we learn it every day, V. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but I mean, one of the biggest things probably just being able to stand on your own two feet and have that self confidence in yourself to, you know, no matter who around me, because you in business, you, your family going to tell you you should be doing this, your closest friends going to tell you, nah, you should do it this way. So, really, just, you know, having that confidence in yourself to be able to block out everything everybody else saying and still stick to your path and be consistent on what you're doing. And that's another thing. It showed me consistency. You know what I'm saying? You could say the word over and over again, but when you actually, you know, in it and actually implementing consistency towards your brand, not just starting something up three months later, you know what I'm saying? You look back, the brand ain't posted nothing, but really taking it as serious as you would have done if you was working a nine to five for somebody else. And also like, it ain't as, it ain't sometimes outside looking in, you may think you made it. So like, that's another thing. It takes a lot. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes years. It takes one year, two years. You know what I'm saying? You got to just be consistent, be steadfast and just, just stay committed and just believe in yourself. So that's one of the biggest things because yeah, just, you're going to face a lot of obstacles. So real man day in and day out just when you think you know everything is the grass is green the sun is shining something gonna happen you know a storm mm -hmm. gonna hold, man. It's gonna you know how you respond how you yeah you know it's only gonna the i wouldn't say it's only gonna happen more frequently as you move up but the magnitude mm -hmm. of it so you know when you're you got to think about like think about the big brands like the bell airs with the rick ross right you know you think about ace of spade you think about uh fenty you think about kim k all the brands and different things like that they're still taking l's they're still taking mm -hmm. hits. they're taking you know big hits that like we look yeah. at probably some of the losses and stuff like i was even looking at elon and, and mark zuckerberg and, mm -hmm. and Steve jobs and how like you know you say one wrong thing or you say something that the people don't agree with right. you wake up your net worth is down Millions, mm -hmm. like millions. Yeah, well, you just lost millions, but for them, they can shrug it off. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because they have the necessary pieces in play. Why? Because they've done right. so much to get to that point and build that foundation. Yeah. Where it's just like you know, you don't want to have a non-sturdy foundation. Almost think of it like Jenga. The more you start pulling and taking right. away from, the less sturdy your foundation becomes. You don't want to have that a, a non-sturdy foundation from the rip. And then when you take that first L, your whole business coming that. No, you want to have yeah. that sturdy, locked-in foundation mm -hmm. for that. Okay, you take an L or you take a little hit or something like that. You can bounce back and rebound. Mm -hmm. and be okay. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Yeah, it's a it's a learning experience. But it's not something where you know you saying, "Oh, I gotta go get a job." Or, I, nah, I you done seen right. that L before. You know you. That's cool. Mm -hmm. All right, a little more. All right, bounce back. Mm -hmm. And then you make because I'm pretty sure he woke up, saw this L. Came out with something or said something else or did exactly. something else, pushed another product, pushed another sale, mm -hmm. made it right back in 10 yeah, yeah. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's important to think about stuff like that. All right, bro. So, man, I, I, I was so excited for this, man. I was, I was yeah. just very, like I said, because I just been, I, I've been tapping in, which I've been keeping my eye on it for so long. Yeah. I've been watching some, some businesses is really bittersweet for me to be able to talk to them just because it's just like, yo, I've been watching progress 
from afar and I've been watching everything mm. that you're doing and I may not always say stuff and I may not always, you know, respond or reply or shop or whatever, but I'm always watching, bro. So I love yeah. yours was one that really stood out to me, bro. From the time I, you know, I got my first order and I was going through the business cards and I got my coupon code and I was just reading everything and going, yeah, through, yeah. And going through the website, signed up for the email list. I was just like, bro, they really, they really on it. And, you know, especially as somebody who entered the space of selling merchandise and really knew what it took, like, it was just like, damn, I commend these businesses right. out here who are doing stuff like that. So thinking about the brand, man, thinking about everything that y'all have done to date, like you said, we still have some things to look forward to from the updated state map to the 10K followers to the new products and stuff like that. What can we expect from Only Ohana moving forward, man? We're about to close out Q4. We're about to start a new year. 2022 is around the corner, man. So what can the people, you know, tapping in for the first time, what can the loyal supporters and customers expect from the brand moving forward? Just expansion, expansion, more drops, better quality, as as I go through this, we only getting smarter. We only learning more. So we only trying to give it back even more. So uh, that's just that's just the motto. So if you, if you stay along for the course, you're going to see something you like. We're going to release enough for you to like something. So <laughs> yeah, they, just more drops, man. Just just getting better, getting smarter at this, you know, never giving up and just, you know, staying to stay in the course. Right. That's, I think that that's such an important message to push to followers, supporters, people, just anybody in general. I tell people all the time and episodes or just in posts and stuff like that. Just stick with me. I'm a, like you said, yeah. we're going we're gonna to drop enough that something's going to catch your eye. And that's right. how I feel. One of these quotes, <laughs> one of these, you know, videos, it's going to catch your eye, whether it take the, yeah. the 95th episode, whether it take the third episode, whether it take the second hoodie, the first shirt, the second hoodie, and something's going to catch you and I'm going to get you. And once I get you, I'm going to lock you in. And, and yeah, most definitely. So that's all it takes. So before we give out, you know, the social media, before we tell people where they can lock in, shop, follow the journey and everything like yeah. that, you feel like there's anything we didn't touch on today? You feel like there's anything, you know, that you want to leave for the people, for people in the same space as you, for people even trying to enter that space or just, you know, anybody out there, just anything you feel like we didn't hit today that you want to just drop? Shoot, man. Ah, I wish I could tell them it all. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could go through it and tell it all. So uh, I just, shoot, if you know me, reach out to me. If you don't know me, still reach out to me. You know, I'm, I'm all about just talking, chat, and giving game. You know, it, it takes investments and it takes time just to kind of learn. So I'm, I'm all about investing. You know, I, I invest in ebooks, all that. Um, so I'm willing to give back. They give back. So I, I just want to reach out to me. You know, you can follow the brand at only Ohana brand and then on Instagram, only Ohana.com, the website. You can follow me at Cam Sykes, S-Y-K-E-S. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, hit me up. You know what I'm saying I'm all about love, spreading love, spreading knowledge. So, yeah, that's it. Come on now, gave y'all gave y'all some gems on here. Gave y'all some words to the point where I ain't even IG live this interview. You really gotta you gotta tap into this one. You gotta click this one and really get it popped. Uh, just because you know, not only did he come on here and drop the gems for y'all, give y'all you know some plugs and just different things like that, but he's still willing to make himself a resource to everybody out there. And that's yeah, what we need more of. You know, just that each one teach one mentality, just those collaborations and different yeah. things like that. So to all my people listening out there, my pop up shop uh, vendors, my people who do different things like that hit my boy let's really make something happen i hope to see okay. everybody coming together in the city near us so yeah cam i appreciate you bro i'm definitely glad we was yeah. able to get it blocked back hey in. bro for the people i appreciate you yeah, of course you know what I'm saying? people who don't know i'm gonna give i'm gonna be a little transparent here so me and cam actually did this interview probably like two weeks ago like we locked yeah. in like 
had it all scheduled. It was technical difficulties. Obviously, I think I think what it was, he came on, he dropped too many gems, man. <laughs> the network, the connectivity started acting a little crazy. <laughs> so, nah, but we locked back in. I pretty much told him that I wanted everything to just be fluid, concise, one motion. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to have to throw too many transitions and stuff. And so he came on today. We locked in. We did it again. Yeah. So I'm very proud, you know, that we was able to make this happen. I'm very excited for, you know, the growth of the brand to see what's coming from it. And I, I just, you know, I always extend my hand and my thanks yeah. to everybody who comes on, but even more so to the supporters, to the listeners, to the followers, yeah. the shoppers, everybody like that. So thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. This has hey. been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Here with Tamar Turner. Hey.